Dedicated to the survival of American democracy in an increasingly dangerous world, this is Secure Freedom Radio with Frank Gaffney, acted as Assistant Secretary of Defense for International Security Policy under President Ronald Reagan, founder and president of the Center for Security Policy in Washington, D.C., the go-to man for defense and foreign policy issues, joined by the greatest minds in the security policy business, the special forces in the war of ideas at Secure Freedom Radio with Frank Gaffney. Welcome to Secure Freedom Radio. This is Frank Gaffney, your host and guide for what I think of as an intelligence briefing on the war for the free world. In that war, I have had the privilege of knowing people of many stripes and over 40 or so years with uh, a variety of skill sets. A few, I think, are the equal of our first guest. He is, I'm very proud to say, our colleague at the Center for Security Policy, our senior vice president for policy and programs. But before all of that, a career intelligence professional, a real professional in that very interesting part of the war for the free world, having served for some 20 years in the Central Intelligence Agency as an analyst specializing in some of the nonproliferation threats we're confronting today, as well as as the chief of staff to then Undersecretary of State, now Ambassador John Bolton, and as a professional staff member of the House Intelligence Committee, he is, of course, Fred Flights, the author of a new book on the North Korean nuclear nightmare and Obama bomb, the great and growing national security fraud. It is a great delight to have him with us. Fred, thank you for joining us. Hey, Frank, good to be here. Well, I wanted to start with uh, your professional assessment of another Central Intelligence Agency alumnus, the former director, uh, former uh, chief of station in Saudi Arabia, and other uh, appointments in the director of operations, John Brennan. He is much in the news of late because he has uh, taken to saying that uh, the Russians may have something on Donald Trump as part of a more far-reaching and really increasingly uh, vicious uh, series of attacks on the president. What a, what's John Brennan's background, and where do you think all this is coming from? Well, Frank, I'm glad we're talking about this. These attacks on the president really have been vicious, and they follow an effort during the presidential campaign by Brennan to try to press other intelligence agencies to conclude that the Russians were trying to help Trump win. Now, whatever evidence he has for that, nobody knows. But he's been campaigning against Trump for a while. But let me first talk about why this is so unprecedented and dangerous. Former CIA directors typically are treated as basically senior statesmen and ambassadors of the agency. Uh, they, they try to promote the agency's expertise and reputation, which is why they try to stay above the fray. For example, I saw Leon Panetta, former CIA director, on Fox yesterday, and he lightly criticized President Trump, but he also said Trump has the right to talk to Putin if he wants to, and he tried to be constructive. But Brennan's searing and visceral and, and nasty comments against Trump has really fed into Trump's belief that the intelligence community is against him. And let me tell you something else. Former CIA directors retain very high-level clearances. They receive very sensitive briefings from the agency. They frequently meet with senior officials. 
the belief is because they have such expertise and background, the government should make use of it. So I got to tell you that he's doing so much damage to the agency's reputation. And I'm, I believe that because of the irresponsible way he has been treated, he should be stripped of any clearance he has. And if he actually has information that the Russians have been uh, collaborating with Trump, he needs to produce it immediately or shut up. Yeah. You know, Fred, I, I, part of the backstory here, too, and you've certainly written about this at National Review and, and elsewhere, is that John Brennan was a political operative for President Obama before he became the CIA director. He was uh, in the White House. He worked for him as his Homeland Security Advisor. He was appointed by him to be the Director of Central Intelligence. And I'd, I'd like your, you know, again, professional assessment of his performance, specifically with respect to the politicization of intelligence on his watch at the agency. Well, John Brennan has been a political animal for a long time, and he worked his way into the Democratic ranks uh, during the Clinton administration by keeping a close relationship with CIA Director George Tenet. Now, he, re he retired briefly and was pushing for Barack Obama to be president before he joined the Obama uh, campaign. So basically, he was not actually director. Uh, be, I mean, Obama made him director, but he was actually out of government briefly during the campaign. As a director, he was an utter disaster. The, 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 ranks, the rank and file at the agency couldn't stand him. He was obsessed with political correctness. Remember, Frank, when he once said that this, the CIA doesn't steal secrets? My, my, I had so many friends of mine in the intelligence community saying, like, what is he smoking? Of course it steals secrets. That's its purpose. Brennan also was obsessed with, with social engineering at the CIA and promoting and hiring people based on criteria to make sure that we hire enough females, uh, enough people of various sexual orientations. Uh, and so basically we were not, we stopped looking for the best and brightest. We were looking for people based on this calculation that Brennan put together because he wanted to have diversity. You know, it doesn't trouble me if PhDs in nuclear physics from Harvard get preference over people from other parts of the country because they're white males, if they're the best. We have to have the best in some of these positions. I'm all for promoting diversity as long as it under, under, doesn't undermine national security, but Brennan didn't care about that. He was treating the CIA like it was HUD. They basically, we have to have diversity of employment regardless of capabilities. Yeah. Fred, you've, you've said something that I really wanted to come back to. This whole idea that the Central Intelligence Agency doesn't steal secrets was, of course, part of a larger effort by the then-director, John Brennan, to, as he put it, modernize the whole clandestine services part of the agency. And it had the effect, I'm told, by people who have long experience, including uh, Brad Johnson, uh, chief of station in a number of uh, very difficult places around the world during his career in the director of operations, that it, it really was all about essentially dismantling America's espionage capabilities. Um, how do you see that? And, and is that, in fact, a further indictment, really, of, of Brennan and his time at the agency? I think Brennan seriously undermined our espionage capabilities. He put together a massive reorganization plan that tried to merge the analysis and collection sides of the business. Uh, there's been 
enormous resistance to this reorganization plan. And people I know at Langley were really hoping it would it would be reversed. Uh, it, it basically was was part of an idea that if we could put collectors and analysts together, uh, we would have better intelligence. I mean, it was misguided from the beginning. Uh, it, 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 it created serious security problems. Frankly, analysts should not be sitting on top of intelligence collectors. It affects the objectivity of the collection. And also there are, there are issues about compromising sources and methods of the identity of, of sensitive, sensitive human sources. It was a disaster, and I'm just waiting for it to be reversed. Yeah, well, it's high time, and here's hoping that that will happen in this presidency. We need to take a break here momentarily, but I, I did just want to ask you one other question on, on Brennan and his time there. Fred, you wrote extensively and, and very helpfully, it seems to me, about one of the things that Brennan perpetrated, which was uh, this... Uh, purported intelligence community assessment that um, the Russians had penetrated the Democratic National Committee's computers. Would you just say a word about how that was done and, and why, again, it speaks to the, well, the politicization of the uh, intelligence community on his watch? Well, Frank, there was this bizarre intelligence assessment that came out in early 2017 that found not only that uh, Russia meddled in the election, but did so to help Trump win. And although the left has tried to say this is the unanimous assessment of all intelligence agencies, it actually was the assessment of three intelligence agencies using hand-picked analysts to write this assessment. There were no dissents, there were no alternative views, there was no outside review panel, and Brennan picked at least the, the CIA participants. And a, a contact I have on the Hill said Brennan may, help pick, may have helped pick all of the annals who wrote this assessment. Frankly, this was a rigged assessment to hurt Mr. Trump. A rigged assessment, false representation about its character, and deep suspicions about the quality of its conclusions. Fred Flights, I understand you might be able to stay with us for another segment. I'd very much appreciate it, as there's so much more to talk with you about. Fred Flights, the Senior Vice President of the Center for Security Policy, will be right back with us for more after this. Visit us at facebook.com slash securefreedom with Frank Gaffney. 